<laughs> Let's see if I get this right. Uh, Virginia wants schools to talk about race. Instead of history. And, or math. Or Instead English. Of history or math or English. Let's, let's discuss race because that makes so much sense. Bernie Sanders says he can't pass black bills, whatever that means. And would you would you accept a paying job to find pictures of blackface of politicians? Absolutely. <laughs> That's next. Virginia Citizens in American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, somewhat sunny afternoon. Little clouds out there. I saw snow in the West End earlier. You would. Which is kind of strange. We're supposed to get a little rain, I think. But Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for joining us this lovely Friday. Let's have some fun today. 454-1366. You can call and discuss the topics of the day. At 4 o'clock, we want to uh, uh, give you some evidence why the public education system, even here in Virginia, is disastrous for the cause of freedom and liberty and the safety of your children. We kid you not. Is that too harsh? The uh, There's a school in Arlington, Virginia, elementary school, that is reading transgender books to t- kindergarten students. Just to make sure if they are, in fact, transgender kindergartners, that they're aware of what they are. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we, we have, have to make sure they know sir. what they are. And we... You know, have a transgender individual. I mean, kindergartners typically struggle with their gender. They don't know. I mean, no, until, until a parent says, oh, you didn't know you're a boy? Let me explain. That's okay because it doesn't really matter. You could be a boy or girl. How insane is that? In kindergarten. In fact, the teacher reading the book was in, is, in fact, a transgender. You know what's really strange is that they even have a transgender book for a kindergartner. I mean... That's, That's true. crazy in itself. If you want to write a transgender book for an adult, knock yourself out. Also at four, we'll talk about uh, Liberty University has 30 students that are upset that the uh, Falwells said they're going to raise their granddaughter as a girl. <laughs> and they freak out. 30 protesters at Liberty University freak out over that's, that. That's, we can't have that. That's, that's <laughs> okay. just scary. That's sad. Isn't that unbelievable how our culture has come? 30 protesters, so that must be like one one-thousandth of the student body, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Well, it's it's uh, like people that were walking by on the street said, yeah, I'll protest with you, whatever. How can one person find that offensive? One person finds the fact that they're going to raise their granddaughter to be a girl. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> they have would, the right to do that. Sure, they do. It used but to be what if the little girl normal? identifies as a, as a boy? What if she read the book? What if she was in a kindergarten class in Arlington? What's the book? <laughs> I am jazz. Oh, it's some I stupid. I am jazz. We'll talk about that. Name your kid jazz. By the way, at five o'clock, uh, the women's soccer team do, don't think uh, they're being paid fairly. They think they the, get paid. The, exactly. I didn't know the, they got the paid. men's team gets paid more. You see, and so that's pay discrimination because manly men should be paid. More if they're soccer players. All that at five. All right, 454-1366. Lee Brothers up and running, 454-1366 at Facebook Live on our Are fan page. Are we running there? I don't think we're running. Uh, I don't have any idea. I just work here part-time. Uh, all right, so imagine uh, how insane this whole blackface has become. Now, this is how far it's going. Virginia State University. Students begin a project this week. 
digging into politicians' yearbooks. I kid you not. Because and Virginia State University, paid if you find one, it's a, it's a, I don't know the, what they've got a ten thousand dollar goal to fund the project. So what is this? Imagine you're. I thought you got a thousand dollars if you oh, found somebody. Thank you, but that's the Republican Party of Virginia. That's the Republican Pop, Party. Yes, they're the as big idiots as the oh, others. Oh, they're such amazing. They're, they're idiotic Party. too. It's the worst. The Republican Party of Virginia is offering a thousand dollar reward to anyone who can give them or lead them to a photograph of Mark Herring in blackface. Oh. This is got to um, be Mark Herring. So I couldn't dress in blackface and you turn me in and we split the thousand, right? That <laughs> wasn't, the, we can't a do brilliant that. idea, actually. We should maybe try to do something like that. Um, this is an embarrassment. The Republican Party of Virginia, of all people, should understand the stupidness of holding someone account for something that happened in college with no regard to who they years are ago. in their current life. And they're going to pay $1,000 find a photograph of someone 30 over 30 years ago that's just incredible republican party ought to be embarrassed thousand dollar reward for that what are you trying to do so if you find the picture of mark herring what are you going to do what are you going to do with it you're going to hold nah, it up nah, 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 nah. we have yeah. a picture we paid a thousand dollars like any idiot might do is the republican I mean, party suggesting is the Republican Party suggesting that if he did have a picture of him in blackface, he should resign? I don't know. Because that's asinine. Why don't they just give the guy $1,000 to resign? I mean, he's under so much pressure no, now. Maybe true. he'd take it. Mark Herring did show up on a local radio station this week, and he's, he's an embarrassment. He, Mark Herring is embarrassing himself with this. In fact, here he is trying to explain what he did when he was 19. Well, um, back in 1980, when I was 19 years old, uh, some friends and I had dressed up as rappers to go to a party, and it was a terrible decision. Uh, By the way, is he listen to him cracking his voice. He is scared. He's nervous. He's like a little girl. He's weak. He, what he ought to say is, who gives a rat's butt? I was 19. It's made a stupid mistake. Move on. And he shows up on a radio show to talk even more about this. To heal, uh, to heal, to heal. Oh, I'm sorry, to heal. Blackface is always wrong, mm. and I am ashamed to say that at 19 years old in 1980, I did not know that. Oh, um, I, he's a racist. He was a racist in 1980, and didn't he, know it. He has admitted it now. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do about this, but that was was that 100 years ago, or not quite that much. But anyway, he, he was a racist then. He just admitted it. On live radio. Of course, this is recorded. <laughs> I have learned uh, not long after that how it's wrong, yes. why it's wrong. It is how wrong. How far after that, by the way, did you learn that? And when you 20, 21, Was it a special class you took? Or <laughs> was it something self-taught? <laughs> it was, something you just, the class you took over the internet. Did I, someone just tap you on the shoulder and go, you know, that's wrong. <gasps> it is? I didn't, I didn't know that. I and think what, you took a special class. Possibly. Because... It is a dehumanization of people of color. And I am ashamed to say that at 19 and 1980, I did not know that. Um, soon after, Shame. I began to uh, widen my circle of friends. I studied a lot of history and politics and literature and other things. This is and how you figured see it out. 
Widened. He's essentially saying, I widened my circle of friends. Let's break that down. He brought some black friends into his ring of friends. That that's not, what he's essentially. That's embarrassing. Is that what you get from that? That's yeah, what that's I a, get from that's that. That's exactly what I get from that. I widened my circle of friends. Hilarious. With five wrong guys. And that one incident um, in no way reflected the young man I matured into, uh, let alone the public servant that I became decades later. But I did it, uh, and I am so very sorry for the additional <laughs> hurt and pain that uh, a shameful act in my past has added to Virginians, especially African-American Virginians who have placed their trust in me. Me too. I was hurt because I'm a white American, and to think that he would have done something is, I don't know how you say, stupid as that. <laughs> Way back when, he got to, he's got to get over himself with this. What a wimp. What a wimp to come out. I am so sorry. I am so... Why don't you, Mark Herring, have some guts and courage and go, you know what? I was 19. Look at my life since then. If you can't get over this, the left just can't comprehend. And he's such a leftist puke, he doesn't even realize how insane this whole thing has become. Does he think the African-American community is going to go, oh, oh. He, widened, oh. he widened his circle of friends and he brought, <laughs> I don't know, friends. three, four, five black gentlemen into his circle. So we should just look the other way and forget all about this. Yes, you should look the other way and forget all about this because it was back when he was 19 years old. 19. 100 years ago in 1980. Unconscionable. It's just, it makes no sense, but he's just making it worse. What do you think about the Republican Party's reward? $1,000 to find a picture. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from, <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I do too. I, I love it. Okay. Said, I can't hear myself now. You don't? I don't. I really don't. Crack it up a little higher. Jeez, enough. This is called show. I'm partially deaf, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Now, the the Republican Party of Virginia has not been specific in what they're looking for for $1,000. True. So you can take any clear photograph of Mark Herring and a black crayon and color in his face. We've already done that. Because they didn't. Yeah, we've got several of them here. We've been doing it for weeks. But anyway. This is, you take that blackface pic- picture to the um, Republican Party, they don't have any choice but to pay you because they said they would pay you $1,000 for a photograph of Mark Herring in blackface. They didn't say, oh, by the way, you can't put the blackface they on They did not say that. They have not been clear. Right. And the one I did is the best. I didn't go out of lines at all on mine. You went out lines a little bit on yours. Looks like he's got horns sticking out one side of You know, here's the thing. It's just so asininely stupid for the Republican Party to get on this bandwagon like this. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It really is. And I I want that money. I I want that thousand dollars. (laughs) I mean, this has gone too far. Now, the Republican Party has just fallen in line with the rest of the liberal crap. I mean, Virginia State University students. Well, research yearbooks of politicians who went to college in Virginia. We, we now have a set of students who are going to take time and effort and be paid to find blackface pictures. This, this is, is this, 
does anyone else go, what the, what the name is Sam Hill's going on here? Do they have a special training class for that to teach people how to find them fast? You go, thumb the pages and go, well, I think I saw one. You, and you go back, say, yes. And then you rip the page out of somebody's yearbook. Is that what you do? Well, or do you there is a, a apparently the there is a group of activists who had an idea to pay Richmond area students from historically black colleges and universities to dig into politicians' yearbook. Don't you have trouble with that name, activists? Yes. In itself, just activists. Well, just well. That's re- you know why? Because in it, most cases, you call them idiots. No, well, you morons. call left wing socialist communist pukes that, that go out right. and protest, and that's why our reaction when we hear the term activist is that because there are no conservative activists. There's just not. They're 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 not. They're busy. They they don't do a lot of activism kind of stuff, and that's uh, usually a leftist slang. Th- this is what um, uh, the, this gal Chelsea. Wise, who is um, one of the uh, the people here at this university, said this is about providing resources to students of color. She owns a Wise potato chip company. Did you know that? But that you're couldn't be more wrong. This is I about think she does. No, <laughs> I love those exactly. I love those potato chips, Chelsea. If you're listening, I love your potato. Chips. Here's what Chelsea Wise says. This is not. She didn't say anything about potato chips. Here's what she said. This is about providing resources to students of color to learn different skills of research and archiving, as well to pay them for having to live and survive the type of images that are going to be seen that oh traumatize them as they see it. Uh, can I see the images? I want to see how traumatized I get. You know, this I've got does medication beg the question. for that. You know, this does got, beg the I can question. Give anybody, my medication for traumatizing me while I'm looking at pictures, <laughs> it's not going to traumatize me at all. This does. I don't have medicine for that. That's great. That's insane. It, it, I, I, it does beg the question: What trauma is happening to black people who saw the picture? of Ralph Northam in blackface and still looking for one of Mark Herring. What what happened uh, when you look at a picture that was 35 years ago? Are you, you go into a panic? Do you start breathing heavy? Does your heart rate increase? Or do you just go... <laughs> exactly. You, do you just go like this? That guy's a dirtbag. He was a racist back in the day. And he's going to catch some flack for that. And move on. And move on. With now let's go out to eat. Right. I mean... Now let's go. I would suggest to you that's exactly what's happening. I would suggest to you that the press on this is so overblown that most people, including black Americans and black Virginians, are not laying awake at night going, I've been traumatized. How am I going to recover? If if they have any level of intelligence at all, they're not traumatized by this. They're they're blowing it off saying, what a dirtbag. Let's go do what we were going to do anyway and forget about this clown you know what I'm saying? Right. However, this clown face. I'm and, traumatized. And, and now you've got the liberal puke society of America. This LPSA. is man. We could pour some gas on this and fire. We could fire up a bunch of white folks and a bunch of black folks. Activists. <laughs> which fall under the category of activists. We could really stir a stink. Right. If we wanted to and probably freak this guy out. He'd be the, he's the only one. Truly traumatized by it because you can hear it in his voice. You don't hear it in anybody else's voice. You hear people saying, I'm angry about this. I'm mad about this because he did that 100 years ago. I'm more traumatized by the Republican Party of Virginia. I'm more traumatized by the fact that they're even continuing to talk about it. Exactly. So the Republican Party of Virginia wants to spend $1,000 of money, I guess you donated to them, to hunt down blackface of Mark Herring. How 
asinine is that whole scenario. All right, coming up, your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7. Callers, stay with us. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Richard in Midlothian, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brothers Lee. I have uh, a different uh, idea here. I think this is actually something really dropped into our hands that we don't even see. Because if we go back into history, who has been the party of hatred and segregation and Jim Crow and... Democrats, right. That That they've always hidden... From everybody. All well, we can't use that word that. history, Richard. By the way, Richard, great name. I know you're <laughs> nice. an awesome person. <laughs> nice. You're right. a truly great Jeez. American. Unbelievable. Go, so go and, ahead. Uh, what's, what's been laid in our lap? Uh, the fact that they've covered up the history of, you know, the Democrats and, and, and everything they did as far as Voting Act rights and uh, segregation. You name it. And they've Flip that on us, and this is the chance. If we want to go back into history, let's bring it out. So maybe the RPV ought to offer a thousand dollars to find any Democrat in blackface. <laughs> oh, <laughs> instead yeah, they're going to be there. Oh, they're going to be there more often than <laughs> they're going to be there a lot more than the Republican Party. I find I, I'm still maybe just... that's why they're doing it. When you think about it, maybe they're not doing it to embarrass somebody in the Republican Party. They're doing it to prove that no one in the Republican Party wore blackface. Well, maybe that's I, it. I think uh, I, I, I'm, it's repugnant, the Republican Party. I think that was this. Richard's point, too. I think the Republican Party's repugnant with this $1,000 for blackface picture because the reality is— He said well, repugnant. I said it twice. Uh, I think the reality is it's not an impact on someone's moral character or if they're racist. It's not. Mark Herring's not a racist. Ralph Northam's not a racist. And either would be any Republican who found blackface 35 years ago. I think there's some people in the it's Republican Party trying to catch their breath right now over your comments. They're not racist. You mean the Democrats? What else are they going to say bad about them other than they're racist? All right, coming up, Bernie Sanders thinks there could be a bill for black people. I kid you not. We'll play it for you next. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Two great videos there. Your phone call is 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW 92.7 FM. I know exactly why. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. We built this city. Yeah. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 334. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, the Virginia Lee Brothers. citizens and American patriots. Virginia citizens and sometimes we stumbled. American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, friend, His and name brother. Is Scott Lee, his co-host, friend, and neighbor. And brother. brother. Neighbor? Is, uh, <laughs> see, sometimes we stumble. Is Richard Lee. All right, 454 <laughs> 454-1366. <laughs> I can't laugh because phone I'm lines are open. Good, coughing. you shouldn't. How you know, I broke a rib coughing. You know that? Only you could do that. I did. 
Ain't no game, I'm, I'm telling I'm you. I'm telling you, you take it seriously. And that thing hurts. Bernie Sanders is on a radio show this week. This is how this I was is laughing how at crazy. myself, too. So imagine if I was laughing at you. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I would have probably... I'm doing a broadcast be, of mine. I probably would have blown a rib slam out of my side, and I just cracked it. Man, it hurts. The, uh, That's right. Exactly. The, the amount that been of, awesome. of focus Eve. of, of uh, on, on, on race, can we... Any chance? Hi, Eve. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just uh, speaking to Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I won't. <laughs> I can't laugh too hard. I'll start coughing, and then I'll take over the whole segment with this hack thing going on. Yeah, that's lovely. And, Is there uh, a chance we can put a big wall around you? And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I told you, if you, wanted, if you wanted to hack like I hack, I'll give you the hack. You, know you judging saying? me, bro? Exactly. You're judging me, yes. bro. Yes, I'm judging you, bro, on You're your judging hacking. me, That's what he says to me late at night when we leave the station. You're judging me, bro. So You're judging that, me, bro. I don't even know where that comes from. Yeah, where from. did that come from? That's a phenomenal clip, by the way. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, next Gen. Got next it. Gen. Yeah, All right, so I'm going to watch. Bernie Sanders is on a radio program this week. <laughs> and this is how a, a race has infiltrated everything in our society. It's really, it's really got to stop. We are not... A culture that focuses on the color of people's skin, except if you're a politician. If you're a politician and on the left, that is all you've got. Have you seen that thing where he combs his hair with a balloon? Who? Bernie. That's no. why his hair is all sticking up everywhere. It comes up with a... It comes his hair with a balloon like this, and it goes... Sure. Uh, that's that a true sense. story. That's true story. I wouldn't doubt it's that. that Facebook's true story, though. That's really how he You know, he's going to get... I hope he gets the nomination. Nothing to be more fun oh, me than Bernie too. Sanders getting the nomination. I tell you what, I'll keep him, I'll keep him supplied with balloons. <laughs> that's great. The ones with helium work best. But, you know, if it slips out of your hand, it's just gone. All right, so here is uh, here's Bernie Sanders on a uh, a black radio station. I don't know what that means. I guess the station is uh, it's all black people who were, I don't know, but black, Bernie Sanders is on the station. Who called it a black radio station? They themselves do. They call themselves, they call a, themselves black a black radio, radio station. station. So what will we call us a white radio station? No, we wouldn't because oh, we, we have, can't do that no. because that would be racist. well. Here's the thing: it's just if we did it based upon the color of our skin, we know we'd not just white people work here. That's right, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, no, I'm I saying white. I couldn't sit here and tell you the color of all the different skins that work here because it doesn't matter. I don't matter. pay any attention to it. Right. I Henry, really Henry, don't. Henry, who was in here earlier today, I don't look at Henry and go, he's a black person. I've never done that. Is he black? Thank you. Seriously? Thank you very much. Seriously? Is no, he black? Yeah, thank you for not noticing. I, we shouldn't I, I, notice. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing. We now. should not I'm notice. Not we should not notice. It shouldn't wow. be a point. But Bernie Sanders is on the station. He's making the case that he does everything for black people. Then he was asked about legislation. Listen to this. And we took on uh, uh, we took on segregated housing owned by the University of Chicago. We, we held the first sit-in demonstration. The uh, record in terms of civil rights uh, and other areas, you will find that it is... Uh, consistently a very, very strong record. Any legislation we can point to? Uh, uh, well, legislation that uh, uh, benefits African-Americans. Uh, yeah, we passed, yeah. but not specifically. You know, we passed legislation. What? What well, legislation? He's right. Not specifically because the legislation <laughs> benefits everyone well, the way it's supposed to. You don't have legislation for, for, black, for people? black or white people or Asians. 
You don't do that. You don't? That's not how you do that. What? what? When you're a congressman or a senator, you don't do that. Well, you don't have legislation for black people? I have I a mean, great that was the law question. over here I'd like to speak to, but I guess just the blacks because it's for black folks. <laughs> and then later today, I have one over here for white folks. That's Wait. not how it's done. Wait a minute. Here's the question, though. Any legislation? We can- Any legislation for black people? Oh, what would that be? Bernie should have just said, every every bit of legislation I've ever pushed through has been for black people. <laughs> black and people white too, people. And everyone people. else. That is exactly what is so insane about the left culture. Oh, specifically. So the legislation has to say this this is for black people only. It's called Black UB 540 or whatever. (laughs) SB. Or S. S would be Senate. H would be House. Whatever. I said U for universal. Yeah. You know, this bill is for black folks. Unconscionable. Black folks. How does this resonate with anyone? Does anyone really not stand up and go, please stop? Even you people on the radio station, or that's a racist individual talking to Bernie. How did that racist get an interview with Bernie Sanders? And he won't even let us buy him a chicken sandwich. Does the left. Does the left not even see this? I mean, I know there's Democrats who who may be listening here. Don't you get frustrated with this? Aren't you tired of some kind of stupid identity politics to the point where there I'm would be so a law tired. or a bill that suggests that it's for a certain color of skin only? You know, Bernie it, Sanders ought to go, what the name of Sam Hill are you talking about? I can't pass a bill for black people. But he doesn't say that. He goes, oh, yeah, we got plenty of legislation that dealt with black. What does that even yeah. mean? Tell me the paragraph where it says, for black people, comma, here's the legislation. Show me that paragraph. It doesn't exist. Actually, listen to Bernie Sanders' answer again to this. This this is interesting because his answer is actually kind of a racist answer. Benefits African Americans, yeah, we passed, but not specifically. You know, we passed legislation. For He actually continued to say, for low income. Are you suggesting, Bernie Sanders, that low income legislation is for black people? You are a racist on your own. I would think it's for low-income people, Bernie. This is uh, this is that part means of the problem it's for me. Okay, this is part of the and problem with, with identity politics. Identity politics is actually to the point now where you have to have legislation for certain identity of people. The left loves to divide us with all these identities. You see, there's got to be a bill for black people, Scott and Richard. There's got to be a bill for LGBTQ community. So now we're going to have laws for white folks. (laughs) community. Laws for white folks, laws for black folks. That's the logical... White folks can text and drive, but they can't talk on their cell phone. Black folks can talk on their cell phone, but they can't text and drive. Is that what we're going to do, divide the laws up? Well, this is the logical... Split them down the middle? It really is the logical conclusion of the left's identity politics. It's where we've come. I mean, it only makes sense. If you're going to go down the path that there are different people who deserve, deserve different legislation, this is leftism. This is what brings us to more bigger government. This is the racism. Re- the difference leftism is... Leftism equals racism in, in, in many cases. Think about the difference between the left and the right. The left believes... America is racist, and therefore there has to be legislation to overcome those racists that is America. The right thinks America is the best place for a multicultural person to live that is less racist than anywhere else. That's what we believe. We believe America is phenomenal. America is the least racist place. Give me a comparison. 
that is least that is least race uh, non racist. Give me a give me a place that you would rather live. If you're born in America, the chances of your success, regardless of any skin color or gender or sex identity, is America. That's where you want to be born. Absolutely. Yet this the left where tells us the why, opposite. Why are tens of thousands of people trying to get over our border? Why are all of those folks trying to get into this country? This is the greatest country on the planet Earth to live. Which is why it frustrates me when I see that Virginia education leader, the guy's name is Lane. He is appointed by Ralph Northam. His name is James Lane. He's a superintendent of public instruction or public schools. And he is saying that we should have more conversation and talk about race in our schools. I wonder what that conversation would be like from leftist teachers and leftist Virginia Education Association and our leftist puke governor. I think we should have less conversation about race. No kidding. We should teach history. Exactly. In its entirety. We should teach math, science, English. We should teach that America's founding was legitimate and real and gave us the freest country with the most liberty of any place on this planet. How about that? Instead, you want to talk about how divided we are? We're not divided because America isn't. You know who's divided? Politicians are divided on purpose. There's a small segment of the community that are divided, but they've been led down that path. By the left. By the left. All right, your phone calls next. By the left. You won't believe what Norfolk State University is doing. They now have an African-American think tank. What does that mean? Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag <laughs> you know how bad it's gotten. Now that Virginia wants to have uh, the schools talk about race as if they're not. Um, now, this dictated by Northam and his Virginia group of teacher associations or whatever they are. It, it's gotten so bad that now cars, self-driving cars are racist. Researchers at George Institute of Technology found that the state-of-the-art detection systems, such as sensors and cameras used in self-driving cars, are better at detecting people with lighter skin tones. I knew it. These cars are racist now. We had the train, GRTC, or uh, the train now. and uh, The bus was The racist. buses, they're racist. I mean, it's, it's how can everything freaking be racist? Unbelievable. Everything, everything is. Chief Joe in Williamsburg, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Well, it's good to hear from, uh, hear you guys talking. Uh, it's a pleasure being Thank back you. on the air with you guys. Uh, I do believe our nation is divided. I think that Ayn Rand's prophecies are coming true. There are three groups of people in this country today, gentlemen. There are moochers, looters, and producers. Okay, That's what it boils down to. The moochers take by tears. The looters are the politicians who take by the force of law. And there are those of us who are producers who... Uh, and it all acquiesces towards powers. The looters need the producers in order to acquiesce the moochers so that they can maintain power. <laughs> Very well put. Okay? Oh, that's good. So, that's good. And, you know and this, this is culminating into something. I, I don't know if you guys talked about it today or you're going to talk about it, but we now have 
11 or 12 states that have voted to tie their electoral votes to whoever the popular vote. They're trying to, and all of these are liberal states, all trying to tie their votes to the popular vote winner so that, as to undermine the Electoral College. Again, another attempt to undermine the constitutional authority. And I state this, and you go to Article 1, Section 10, it forbids compacts between like these amongst the states. That's right. You're right. So, Very good again, point, Chief Joe. Thank you. Incredibly thank you. good point. And, and, and thanks for the call. I would I would only He's say an honorary Lee brother. I would only say this. Doubt. He says um, that America's divided. I I know we say this and we and we see a lot of it on on our news channels and and, and, and social media. But I really believe that if you just look at how we live our lives as Americans, we're, we're not. You know, I'm on a plane almost every week, and um, I'm, I'm around a lot of people every week and, and in front of crowds and different folks. And I got to tell you, there's there's not a division in America. They're going to catch you now because they've been trying to get you thrown off that plane every week. He sneaks on a plane every week, and they I, haven't caught him yet. Now he just told them who he was. Am I not telling? Am I not? I mean, I'm seriously, not bailing think about you this. out anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Don't, exactly. don't you think that most of the angst— and concern and division is driven by politics. I think I, I'm telling you, you, if driven you, by you, if you get together with people around the, the country, he said, angst. around your neighborhoods, your families, your friends, the people you hang out with, the people you work with, there is not a divide in America. I, I guarantee you, oh, there's could no sit divide. Down, you there's can no sit divide. down with anyone and say, don't you think normal people would understand that federalism is a good idea that there's, there's too much power in the federal government we could all there's so many things we could agree on that it's just that there is political uh gain in us divided and there's one party who benefits from that more than any other it's democrats yeah because if there's divide then they can stand up and go i think we ought to reunite and i've got a policy for that it's called bigger government but i've got the answer it's uh it's scary. People think scary bigger stuff. government means bigger things for them, and that's not the case. Bigger government means less money in your pocket, bigger taxes, bigger expenses. That's what I think's behind this Virginia Department of Education, hoping that more classrooms across the state have discussions on race. You know, I, I don't send my kids to the public education. I don't, I don't send my kids to public schools so they can sit in a classroom and learn how racist America is. I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. And you should join me in that. You know, that's exactly what this is about. You think they're just going to have opportunities to talk about race with students? No. They're going to sit there and go, America has white problem. It's got uh, institutional racism. And we ought to fight against this. This is nothing but a propaganda political tool. And this, this James Lane... The northern uh, appointee in our public schools to talk more about He's just dead wrong on that. He's just stirring the stink. Mike in Richmond, you're on AM820, WNTW and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome, Mike. Hey. Uh, I just uh, just turned you on and I heard about this. I was busy doing something else. This is all a disgrace. Amen. And related, you know, I pay this city. I've been living in this city for 50-some 52 years, literally paid thousands of dollars in real estate taxes. And what do I get for the thousands of dollars of real estate taxes? I get rotten schools, outrageous crime rates, outrageous illegitimacy rates, 
it's, it's just disgusting. And then I look at the front page of the paper this morning, McDonald-led group aids Northam during the scandal. Now, if, if all three of those guys that got in trouble were Republicans, all the Democrats yep. would have said was boo, and all three of them would have resigned. The Republican Party is responsible for this state turning blue. They make me sick. And I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to vent. <laughs> well, so right, we're glad, glad you vented there. Mike. Like your show. Take care. Thank, thank you, Mike. Mike. Appreciate He's that. He's a great American, uh, <laughs> honorary Lee brother, and he made our computers shake a little bit there. I was pretty yeah. impressed. Well, that's passion right there. Truly great American. Very I, passionate. You know, there is... Uh, <laughs> Man, he's, he's like you right. sometimes when I bring what? you the wrong cheeseburger or something. Well, I, I usually order it in a specific I'll bring the way. wrong cheeseburger. He'll go, this cheeseburger, it has no cheese. You have made me very angry. Yeah, but it does have onions, plentiful onions, pickles, mustard and ketchup, no lettuce, tomato, no cheese. This is a prime example of an American not paying a bit of attention to what I ordered. Am I not right? No, you missed it you badly. Very because, you know, well, you the problem get, is you just don't listen to me. And you if you listen, then it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You know, Mike Mike's is, an awesome guy. He's Mike's been, right about... Mike's been with us for 14, 15 years. You mean he's called in? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's been. He's he an has. honorary Lee brother. He's been one of the first honorary yeah. Lee brothers for I, I, uh, many, I appreciate the passion because he's exactly right. And, and uh, the RPV, Republican Party of Virginia, is... That the a best joke. they can do is spend $1,000 to find a herring and a picture of blackface. That's ridiculous. Interesting. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. All of you, all of you. Hey, do us a, uh, do the Lee Brothers a solid, would you? A solid. 820theanswer.com. Check us out there. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. And there are uh, a few videos there I think you'll really like. One of them is socialism versus capitalism. And I must admit that this is probably the most timely of videos. And you can send it to all your friends. And it's very, very good. And it describes the difference between those two systems. And um, it, it's a must. to say that word, just solid. So oh, solid. So Scott, uh, and, owe me a 10. And you'd say, here you go. And I go, solid. Then check us out there. That's a way to respond. At 820theanswer.com, you also click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to uh, not only the socialism, communism, but one about elephants. And you know what? It's a fun video. Speaking of which, loan me a 10. It's just a a fun video of elephants, not donkeys. I have an elephant tie. Elephants. Well, I know that. I do. You you really do. All right, coming up. It's a Dumbo tie, but it's elephants just the same. That's perfect. Well, Scott's got the jackass. I mean, the the donkey tie. All right, coming up, Liberty University's protesting Farwell, his own students, about gender identity. He's so much better. Just saying. So much better. All right, so the the Henrico County schools spend money to restrict parents' choice. I am disgusted with this story. We'll cover it. I don't call that money. I call that a massive pile of money. Oh, that's a good point. $212,000. Arlington, Virginia. Kindergarten class. Reads books on transgender. Be very concerned about the public school system. LGBTQ, they're upset. They're upset at Chick-fil-A and Liberty University. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
Home of Jefferson, Madison, Henry, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. Be careful on your commute home. Uh, I saw actually saw snow on my way in today. A little bit of snow out in the West End. A little bit. I heard it was snowing up in Goochland. <laughs> you and see this things was that snow. I you see, see things, things that no, no one, one else sees. sees. Thank you, <laughs> because I have the power. I have the power. You have the power. I've seen UFOs. You have them. Come, come because on. if you saw a UFO, you would think exactly. That's whose power in some of those UFOs, Mark. All right, coming up at 5 uh, o'clock, women are complaining, that is, women who play soccer, are complaining they're not paid as much as their men counterparts. And I agree, and I'm okay with it. I really didn't know they were, honestly, had no idea. That women get paid to play soccer? That women get paid to play soccer. Nobody watches them. Why should they get paid? I should identify as a woman and go play some soccer. Why? So you not get paid? They're complaining. No, I'll Why get are, paid something. You no, know, here's the thing about they women. They get paid something. They, they just don't get paid a exactly. pile of money. Like they say their men counterparts the men do. Ca- well, here's how the do deal. they even know? Well, here's the deal. How do they men, even know what Men are better soccer players than women. They should get paid more. Okay. I am a better soccer player than a woman. Yes. He cried last time he played with All right. women. We'll talk about that at five. But first, got to talk about this. The, 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 the lesbian, gay, bi, trans, questioning, whatever the heck the thing stands for. LBGTQ community. community. They're upset at Chick-fil-A and Liberty. All 30 of them. But there is an the agenda. campus at Liberty. I want to just say this. There's an agenda by the LG, by these people. The agenda is to get in front of kindergartens at Arlington Elementary School. The agenda is to mess up Liberty University because Liberty, I guess, is a Christian university. And there's 30 students that came to protest. All 30 came out to protest. It was quite a crowd compared to the three people who were watching. <laughs> Here's what they're upset about. I kid you not. Here's what 30 students at Liberty are complaining about. At the CPAC meeting last week, Jerry Falwell and um, his wife, Becky, were on the panel, and they were discussing their new grandchild, who is a girl. Her name is Reagan. I have a new grandchild who's a girl as well. Her name is Aubrey. She's the most beautiful grandchild ever born. Of course she would say that. She is, by the way. What she a is. baby. What a beautiful baby. <laughs> That's what Trump said about her. <laughs> That's great. Before Aubrey threw something at him. Get the baby out of here. <laughs> That's how he replied to that. Becky Falwell said this. This is what, now remember, this is what's got 30 students upset at Liberty University. Listen to how crazy Becky Falwell is. She's a nut. Listen to what she said. Quote, she's our granddaughter and we're raising her as a girl. We're not letting her have a choice. God made that choice, what babies are going to be, and God decided she would be a girl. Ditto. Jerry Falwell said she's got a little baby doll right under her arm every second, and the boys always had a gun in their hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of grandfather I always wanted. And the left can't deal with it. Who are the left? Well, there's apparently 30 leftist liberal pukes at Liberty University, who are students at Liberty University, who signed agreement when they went to Liberty University that they would uphold the ideals of Liberty University, yet find themselves offended that a grandfather would dare say that their granddaughter is a girl. Do you see how insane our culture has become? 
that these people aren't laughed at, mocked and impugned as saying, are you insane? Here's what one of the students said. Way better. Carrying signs in support of the transgender rights and waving a gay pride flag, 30 students rallied at the heart of the campus. Here's what one of the students said. The flag is kind of colorful. It's a, it's a rainbow flag. The student said this. Rainbow. We're out here mainly to start conversations, but also to be supportive and to let people know that, yes, this is a Christian campus. And, yes, Jerry Falwell has uh, insinuated that he does not care about you. What? What? Uh, when, when did, when he, was when that? did he I insinuate that. that? I missed that, when too. When did he insinuate that? I, I uh, would have to say the person with the rainbow flag is not an honest person. Jerry Falwell would never say I don't care or indicate or, or act in any way, shape, or form that he didn't care about a student at Liberty University, regardless of which way they leaned, so to speak. What's interesting is this student, Elizabeth Axley, who said this, is a bisexual that goes to Liberty University. And I'm just wondering, Elizabeth, how are you treated on that campus? You know how she's treated. And, and by the way, what makes you want to go to a campus that you say Jerry Falwell has insinuated he doesn't care about you and your LGBTQ friends? And why would you even want to be there? You, you know, you could move on to another university. Any campus, any other university any in America. Any other campus in America that's <laughs> going to be much more to your liking, so to speak, than Liberty University. Liberty University is a Christian school. With 30 people that don't that like you it. can hang out with. Elizabeth Axley is protesting a grandfather raising his granddaughter to be a girl. Can you can you see the insanity of this? And yet Elizabeth shows up at Liberty University as a bisexual, which which you, you can argue bisexual. You, you can argue that. I mean, bisexual, you just one day you're this and the next day you're that. And, and I, whatever said, it is. I just said that uh, she's got 30 people to hang out with. She can hang out with probably oh. everyone on campus because they're going to respect her. They will. And, they and do. they're going to hang out with her. They're going to be her friend. This is an incredible school. It's a great school that she decided to go to on her own. No one made her go to that private university called Liberty and she gets to protest the very school she went to in agreement with the process when she goes there. Addison Gardner, who's a senior who organized the protest, called Falwell's comments transphobic. 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 Is that even a word? Uh, I don't think so. Actually, Maybe it's a new word. That's a new word. It's a new word. She said, regardless of where you stand, we all agree that we should show those students love and support. Uh, hey, uh, Addison Gardner. Are you suggesting that Jerry Falwell is hunting down transgenders just on your so campus? Just so he can be rude. Just, just so, so he can, can be, be rude, rude and just so he can Hi, Jerry Falwell here. I've not to love be them rude. and support them. I guarantee you, you want love and support. There's probably not another campus anywhere in America that would provide more love and support. Do they disagree with your lifestyle? Yes, they do. But I promise you this. If you walked into Jerry Falwell's office, he's not going to stand up, throw a finger in your face, and tell you to get out or he hates you. This is what I don't understand about the left. Here's, here's somebody who has just convictions, normal convictions, and wants to raise their granddaughter to be a girl. I mean, and that to you is offensive? 
what in the name of Sam Hill is wrong with you? Would how did, you, how did we come so far? Would you stand up and put a finger in her face and tell her that? What? Would you, would you stand up and put a finger in her face and tell her you don't like her? Get Absol- out, absolutely get out not. This is, the, this is the lie that the left has about people who are Christians or people that are conservatives or uh, anything of such. I mean, the, I'll tell you who would do this. The left are the first ones to put their finger in your face and say, get out, you're a hateful person, when in fact they are the ones who are full of hate. Well, I know some some gay folks. I'd love to have a conversation with them and say, hey, who's ever done this to you? Right. And they're going to say, well, there are people out there that hate us. Who? who? Point, you know, show, the, show me who they are, and we'll go have a conversation with them. They're not at liberty. Because for the most part, these people are ghosts. They're made up. <laughs> exactly. They don't exist, and they can point their finger all they want. Well, yep. ghosts exist, just not gay ghosts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I right. meant gay-hating ghosts. That's Co- what I meant That's what say. you meant. All right, coming up, um, Teachers Union. That I'm aware of, anyway. And a, tra- and a transgender advocate push the agenda on kindergartens right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And your phone calls. Ah, we're on the map again. Yay. 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Let me cut your hair. I'll mow, I'll mow it. I'll cut your hair. No, Look at mine. <laughs> Styling and profiling. It's not my fault the plastic thing came off and I cut most of my hair off my head. Should I'm sure you a picture of the hole on the backside. Well, they someone else had to take over at that point. <laughs> now, I, I would great. much rather had a ghost cut it in the first place than me. Imagine um, a teacher coming in front of kindergarten students in the public school system here in Virginia with a book about conservatism, about Christianity. As a Christian, it's okay to be a Christian. Imagine. Oh, no! That happening. What would you rather have them come to your kindergartner with? What kind of book would you like for your kindergartner to have read to them? The LGBTQ community is a radical group of indoctrination. Yet they would be so appalled if any Christian came in and said, hey, I'm a Christian. It's okay to be a Christian. Look, you can have short hair, long hair and still be a Christian. Can you imagine the outrage But we have a teacher's union president, a transgender advocate, read a transgender book to kids in Arlington, Virginia, kindergarten students. Can you imagine? Sounds like a book you'd probably read. I Am Jazz. That's her name. That's the name of the book, yeah. Yeah, I Am Jazz. That's the name of the book that was written for kindergartners. Kindergartens. Who writes a book for kindergartners? It's written for kindergartners pertaining to... LGBTQ, a kindergarten class for for kindergartners. This is nothing. Everything I, I, the left I, touches is I, I, I know. still can't believe that everything the left touches is destroyed. The left wants to grab kindergarten kids and teach them about dysphoria. Say it's okay for you to think that you're a girl when you're a boy, or the other way around. Ashland. Ashlawn Elementary School is where this took place. And the most amazing thing about it is Sarah McBride, a spokesperson for the Human Rights Campaign, was reading the book. 
for the kindergartners' human rights campaign, I guess you would say. Wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you say it's for the kindergartners' human rights? I mean, they have rights it's over and above their parents or grandparents. I wonder if the parents know about this in Northern Virginia. Here's what the book said. I would, I would lose I, my I, mind. I'm disgusted by this. But, you know, there are so many who don't seem to have an issue with it. Quote, I've had a, gra- a girl brain, but a boy body, said the person reading the book. This is called transgender. I was born this way. When I was born, the doctors and my parents, they all thought I was a boy. Because society, people around them told them that was the case. It took me getting a little bit older to be able to say that in my heart and my mind, I knew I was really a girl. This, this right here is, in my opinion, it's child abuse. I agree. I completely agree. Can some girls have short hair and can some boys have long hair? Anyone can be anything, said one little girl in response to McBride. Can you believe this indoctrination? Why don't you just show them? But is there any limit? You know that little girl was just trying to give the answer that this lady wanted to pull out of one of the children. You know that child was just trying to be accepted by the instructor and to give the right answer. What is, where would the left and the LGBT community draw the line to what is decent for children? You think they would draw a line? Would you go into the schools at kindergarten and explain what lesbian is? Would you go into the schools and, how you say, rip their heads off for teaching your kindergartner what what lesbian means? I, I am telling you, if you're a parent, And by the way, you may think, oh, this is just Northern Virginia, you see. This is just kindergarten classes in Northern Virginia. You could not be more wrong. I have experienced this with my own boys in the own public schools right here in Midlothian. I am telling you, you think your school doesn't do this stuff? You are lied to and you have your head in the sand. I am telling you, you need to be more involved or consider... I'm telling you with all my heart, consider a different path for your child. This is indoctrination. This is destroying our culture. It's destroying children at kindergarten. I can't believe we come to a point in our culture that there is nothing wrong with going to a kindergarten kid and talking about what gay sex means. What's LGBTQ stand for, Miss Teacher? Well, it means gay. What's gay? Well, let me explain to you what gay is. Are you kidding me right now? There's something seriously wrong with a group of people who think it's okay to read to kindergartners about transgenderism. Where is the outrage for this? And they are teaching it at every level of school. They're teaching it in Hanover County at every level. There is is a crisis in our public education system. It is now dominated by leftist socialists who want nothing more than to indoctrinate your kid either into a gay lifestyle or a transgender lifestyle or a lesbian lifestyle and then say to them, there's nothing wrong with that. That is the goal, to have everyone in that class embrace that kind of behavior. Whether you think it's right or wrong, your kids are being taught it. It's disgusting. But that... Right here in Virginia. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee. 
the Circus Clowns of Talk Radio. So, oh, by the way, um, if you think that your kid should go to another school because of what's happening in your own public school, be prepared to be fought at every level. Henrico County paid $212,000 in legal appeals against a family that wanted to send their autism child to a private school. A family. Just one. They could have sent the child for less money. Unbelievable. $212,000. Any school Under the law in Henrico County, if you have a handicapped child and the school cannot provide for that child, it's in the school rules. They pay. They have to pay to send the child. And they fought that. To the school, and they fought it to the tune of $212,000. And I tell you, that amount of money will win any case. This is criminal, in my opinion. It really, Absolutely it criminal. Really is, it really is criminal this, this and is pathetic. How, and and they, that shows you how much they have the child interest exactly. in, in They mind. don't. They, they have they money They take that child mind. to heart, and then they spend $212,000 to make sure that the child is not taken to heart. There is uh, so unbelievable. It is so important that your child stays in these indoctrination centers we call public schools that they will fight you at every turn. I feel bad for the Matthews family. They get their life funding. Their life is uh, has been difficult, and now they try to get a better education for their autistic child. And Henrico says, "Well, you can try, but we've got pockets." Freaking believable! That's incredible. Our education system is a disaster. And it's run by leftist pukes who want nothing more than indoctrinate your child and then keep them there by the force of government. Thank you, Henrico. All right, coming up, the biggest threat to the left is a chicken sandwich. I'm kidding you not. Chick-fil-A is still under attack. I had a chicken sandwich on my way here today. 454-1366. Lee Brothers. chicken, by the way. 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Compassionate and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. I get the impression she doesn't care about it very much. <laughs> Just after 4.34, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, we have the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left, is Richard Lee. You know how much a ticket to see Billy Joel is? I do not know that. It's like... Five to eight thousand dollars. Now that's he's absurd. supposed to do. Uh, uh, what's that square? There's garden no way place? That he's supposed money. to do that square garden or whatever. Yeah, Madison Square <laughs> nice. Garden. I was going to say, you know, Monticello <laughs> Square Garden, Madison Square Garden in mm, New that York. Been close. You know, we call it MSG. You know what I'm saying? Actually, that's actually a preservative for Chinese food, but. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so many things at this point. He's going to be doing a concert. Maybe he's already done it. I don't know. But I heard the tickets are five to $8,000. They're not. That's just ridiculously. There's no way that's accurate. I'm just saying. I mean, you can okay. say like The other day, what was it? You told me it wasn't accurate the other day. And it wasn't. The story I made up about. Uh, you made up. Exactly. A rocket. <laughs> you made up. Being launched. Story you made up. Like 300 million documents on disks. Going to the moon. 
That's true. That's true. Well, sure it is. They, they, they did launch it. They sent it up there and gee, for who? For aliens to find. And then they'd know what we've accomplished as I, a race. I doubt it was for aliens. They're going to be sitting them. there reading them at By the way, it was a like private, they do. It was a private investor. Uh, it wasn't from Israel and it launched from America. America. You messed up the whole story. I know. I'm aliens can read those discs so fast. Israel. Thank private, you private very investor. little. So let's That's take right. it back to the Israeli side, okay? They can read those little discs. It's not like the Evelyn Wood speed reading. It's like Evelyn Alien speed reading. They can read those discs so fast you wouldn't believe it. They'll know everything that we've accomplished they already know it all. in a matter of minutes. They already know it all. Yeah, they, they do because they've already comp- they accomplished all of that and more where they're from. What what's uh, Chick-fil-A has got to be one of the best restaurants. No, they're not. We're talking about aliens. We're not. We're talking about Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a phenomenal restaurant. I think the chicken is amazing. another race out in space somewhere. Uh, uh, but the chicken is really tasty. I'm amazed. And, I'm amazed how offensive Chick-fil-A is. Is it not okay? And I'm seriously asking left and Democrats. Is it not okay for an organization to hold certain views that are in line with 96% of America? You, you use that amazed word a lot. That's like that Eng- British song. Maybe I'm amazed at the way they cook that chicken. Yeah. Why, why is it, is it not really okay? About chicken. Is it what? not okay for uh, Chick-fil-A to hold to these views without? Of course it's okay. No, no. I'm asking like the left and Democrats. Why are you so offended by a chicken sandwich? Trump this week served Chick-fil-A to the football champions of the North Dakota State Bison football team. That's what the football team Asked for. They got to pick whatever kind of, you know, some people call it greasy fast food. But they got to pick whatever kind of fast food they wanted. And I have to say, Chick-fil-A is pretty fast. And you're working hard to put food on your family. (laughs) So Exactly. The left, the advocate, which is a left-leaning group, and LGBTQ Nation, which is a publication, are all upset that Trump serve Chick-fil-A. Now, I don't know anything about the politics of a lot of restaurants. I just don't because well, what, you know what? what? what I don't really care. Happy. What would have made that particular organization happy? What kind of food could President, by the way, President Trump serve those football players that would have made those Leftist nut jobs happy? happy? Well, not What is it? Because whatever it is, I don't want. Anything but Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A has a stance. Listen to what Tracy Gilchrist said at The Advocate. She says, for the second time this year, Trump has invited an athletic team to the White House and boasted about serving them fast food. But this time, chicken sandwiches. But this time. chicken. So, so in other words, the other time, he served something different. He did. He didn't serve. But this, this time, time he, he served, served chicken sandwiches. From the company Chick-fil-A. It was arranged Chick-fil-A on silver fast. platters for champions at the football team on Monday. Chick-fil-A's got to be. They have to be fast. When you pull into the line, it circles the building oftentimes in multiple lines around the building. All those hateful so people they eating have, Chick-fil-A. They have, you know, those people just, they suck at life. But they're getting a chicken sandwich. That's all they are. They have to be fast to serve those chicken sandwiches because... Do you think anyone's in line at all those the chicken? The other restaurants are sitting there chanting, praying, hoping that something will drive some of those people to their restaurants. <laughs> like the long line. <laughs> they're sitting there. Is anyone in the drive-thru yet? Uh, no. 
But the problem is when you pull it when you pull in the drive through at one of those places, you're going to be there ten minutes. Yep. Chick Fil A, you, you go behind fifty cars and get out in ten minutes. They're quick, but the other ones are not so quick. And then you get a slimy, greasy burger with. They don't even take the time to make the burger attractive in its presentation. It's got. Goo hanging well, see, off here's the difference. It. I don't need it. I don't need those places. They put enough ketchup and mustard on the sandwich for eight sandwiches. Yeah. So, exactly. Exactly. With your burger, probably. Because <laughs> you squeeze the bun and all the stuff shoots out. It's all on your shirt now. So the, uh, the fact that it's a Chick-fil-A sandwich, I doubt there are people in that long line at Chick-fil-A who are going, I don't like Chick-fil-A. They're their politics are horrible. But I'm going to sit in this line and get exactly. that chicken sandwich just to prove that I can eat one. Bill That's Browning. Not doing, they're not doing that. Bill Browning of the LGBTQ Nation denounced Chick-fil-A's presence at the White House. He said, quote, for the second time in this presidency, Trump served fast food to an athletic team. This time, the president who attacked the LGBT community served a quality fast food product. Served Chick-fil-A, a company known for opposing LGBTQ rights. You know, does Chick-fil-A rice or rights? Right. Rights. Do, okay. do, you know, you know what's interesting? I didn't know if you served rice. The LGBTQ rights. They ought to serve rice. Does Chick-fil-A come out and say, if you're an LGBT, you shouldn't have rights? We should get some royalties on a chicken and rice thing from from uh, Chick-fil-A now. Because I thought you said rice and you didn't. That's but I did. something. I mean, that is something. Am I right? I guess I guess um, Chick-fil-A is against rights for LGBT. I don't understand where that's. Nobody has come out and said they don't deserve rights. Everybody has the same rights. If LGBT has a different set of rights than me, what's that look like? It sounds like you're saying rice. No, they don't. The LGBT community does not deserve rice. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. I think they should have rice with their chicken. I would like to have rice with my chicken. But I want it on the side. I don't want it all mixed together. They ought to have chicken and dumplings, too. Do you like chicken and dumplings? Huge fan. Chicken and dumplings rock. In fact, we should leave here when we get off there, and you should buy me chicken and dumplings somewhere nearby. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I know the perfect place. Fuzzball? Fuzzball? What do you think? Yeah, that's good. Could it be in our future? Yep, it's in the future. Whatever you you want, chicken and rice. No, I want chicken and dumplings. I got it. Well, I could take some rice on the sides with my chicken and dumplings. Okay. I want extra meat with my chicken and dumplings. You ever had chicken and dumplings with extra meat? Uh, no. Pretty, pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. Dumplings have to be made right. Remember mom's dumplings? Always good. Best in the world. Best dumplings in the world, mom, if you're listening. But you never put rice on the side. I'm wondering about that. I'd like to have some rice on the side. You obviously, you're kind of like I'm rice. Hungry. All of a sudden, you you're on rice. So. Did you eat? Well, uh, I had. Oh, I, I, did I, I have lunch. I forgot. I ate a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I, I forgot about you? that chicken sandwich. When I get hungry, it's easier for me to forget the meal I just had. How about you? I, when after I'm done, I don't even think about it again. Really, I don't go back to the, to rice or to. I do. Yeah. If I get enough rice, I won't. But if I don't get enough rice, oh, yeah, I'm going back there. 
So apparently, um, people people like Chick Fil A. No question, people like Chick Fil A. Why do you think they go through that line? Was that ever a question? So I, I think, that, yeah, because there's plenty of people who were say we that it shouldn't be that? served. Were we, were, were we discussing Chick-fil-A? Yeah. No, we were discussing rice. Oh, we were discussing whether or not Chick-fil-A should serve chicken and dumplings. That's what we were discussing. And rice. Wow. Wow. That's what I wow. said. Wow. Wow, Tim Kaine. Wow. Hey, let's, let's have some fun. Let's go down to Chick-fil-A and order some chicken and dumplings in the drive-thru and see what they say. I can tell you what they're going to say. Well, you're no fun. Really? You just took it right, took, knocked the wind right out of my sails. Mm-hmm. By the way, Ryder University in New Jersey announced that they are not going to allow Chick-fil-A. After a campus survey that all the students wanted Chick-fil-A, they are de- saying, no, you can't have it. Well, because, that's a d- democratic way to do things. Yeah. Ask for And then it turns out that the memo they sent out to their students was trashing Chick-fil-A in their stance as Christian, it turns out the dean of students there resigned because she was a Christian and she thought it was offensive. Asked um, Ryder University for an apology. They refused. So she says, uh, I'm a committed follower of Jesus Christ. As such, I endeavor every day to do exactly what Chick-fil-A puts forward Amen. as its overarching corporate value, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all he's entrusted me with. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think she should have resigned? I think or should um, she have stayed there and fought, tried to get the students to see it her way. Well, I'm guessing that uh, she'd probably had it. Maybe that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Who knows? All right, there were camels back during the day of Jesus Christ. All right, coming up the uh, the the zoo, the national zoo may have just made the case for the wall on the southern border. We'll just talk about that in your phone Camels calls. Camels too. 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. <laughs> What's wrong? Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Whenever I drive my car, I put this in the radio and I turn it up loud. So if you had a choice of songs, this is the only song for that. If you had a choice between two restaurants, one that proclaimed Christian values, one that proclaimed that we are to treat our neighbors better than ourselves, one that proclaimed that we are to work hard as if it is on to God. If we had one restaurant that said we care about you, we had one restaurant that um, constantly had a work ethic that showed through, that was happy, and but had Christian values Versus a restaurant that had none of that, that actually proclaimed humanist, atheist views, which restaurant would you go into? Which one would you frequent? No, There's I'm, no I, question I, I'm, at I'm, all for me. I would go to one of the two restaurants, and it would be the only restaurant I ever went to. I'd never go to any other restaurant. What I don't understand is how ever. could it be that a Christian restaurant like Chick-fil-A, who claims these principles— is looked at in a bad light. Why wouldn't you go to a restaurant that proclaims that you are more valuable or to be treated equally or better than myself? What, what's wrong with that value? On the clown factor, you think these people are just being evil clowns. They're just trying to show other people that they can be evil too. They can be idiotic too. They can be dumb as a rock too. 
by complaining about Chick-fil-A because it's a Christian yeah. restaurant. I mean, what the the good news what here is. What statement are they trying to make here? Yeah. I think that I think the good news as is as an actor, what is that motivation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are I think the good news here is this a very small percentage of people. Most people they're being clowns. Are are don't know they don't even look at this. They don't even care care, care that no, Chick-fil-A they don't. is they, cl- they might care that Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday because they want to go there, but if anything, they're gonna say, Well, maybe, just maybe, but doubtful the line won't be as long right. when I go in the door because these idiots are eliminating this nutritionist meal from their menu. And they're going to go eat that greasy burger. You know, I'd be okay if Chick-fil-A just said, hey, we only want uh, conservative people. Liberals go yeah, to, go okay to McDonald's or something. I don't know. I'd be okay with having to take a test when I walked in the door before I got that delicious chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's right. What would the test look like? The National Zoo, by the way, is actually lobbying for more walls, more fences, because they say it's easier to control those visiting and the animals. I well, kid I, you not. I think that uh, the animals that eat people would probably eat more liberals with less walls. No, no, I think they, the they, liberals would definitely want more walls to keep the animals away from them. Yeah. When you think about that. Right. They would want more protection for themselves. Smithsonian's National Zoo is hoping to continue to make a place a neighborly place by adding more walls throughout the zoo to increase visitor safety. I thought walls didn't work. Fencing and gates are being proposed at the National Zoo specifically to fill the gaps where the current fence separates North Road from the pedestrian. Listen to this. This argument is very interesting to me. They say that as... um, Year-round visitor screening, but hopes to limit the number of ways, listen, to limit the number of ways people enter the zoo will enhance the security and safety year-round. So they only want certain entry points to make it safer. And they're going to have people at those entry points to make sure that the people coming into the zoo are supposed to be coming into the zoo. And and to keep them safe. Right. And amazing. Are you kidding me? I thought a Keep walls... them safe and keep the other people inside the zoo safe. So, you don't want a nut job in there with a fully automatic weapon of any kind. I mean, you don't... Only people... On both sides are protected. The people right. and the animals. On both sides. So it's very interesting, isn't it? They want to consolidate the four pathways into one. They want to consolidate two pathways into one in lot A. It's like a small scale of, I don't know, a border fence. Maybe. Something like that. A smaller border fence. You mean to tell me that they can help control safety of the animals and safety of the people with certain entry points? If it's such a great idea for the National Zoo, why doesn't it make sense on our southern border to have fences and walls that drive people to entry points where we can control the safety of those on both sides? Why is that a bad idea? With wild animals. Why if is they, that if they're a, there, if they know, come in. Two fences, put the uh, the big cats down the middle. The separate. And only feed them once in a while. Smithsonian, hungry. <laughs> Smithsonian's National Zoo just made the case for a national wall. They are actually saying it is easier to control the safety and security of people with less entry points. So that is exactly what the zoo is doing here. And they're making the case that we've made along our southern border. Why is it different? 
when the zoo does this and it gets applauded and liked in Washington, D.C., but when we talk about it on our southern border, it becomes a political football, an issue that doesn't make any sense when we know that walls and fences work. In fact, in this very article, it says good fences make good neighbors. Over 40,000 Americans were killed last year by illegals coming into the United States. Over 40,000 were killed. Well, you mean maybe. And not by wild animals in a zoo. Exactly right. Not even 4,000, not even 400 people, not even probably four. And well, why? Because there's walls and fences. With specific entry points and walls drive people to those entry points, it is safer, not only for America, but apparently for Smithsonian's National Zoo. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness, it's the Lee Brothers. Jackie from Disputanta, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Jackie. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Welcome. Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. Yeah, I was listening to your broadcast. I've been listening to it for the past week, and uh, I found a good station that I like. Um, well, good. You make sense on the wall, but they don't say I complain about people, not animals. But if they can build a wall for the animals to keep people safe in the zoo, why can't they do it on the south border? I completely agree. Build the wall, keep people straight, and use animals to police them. <laughs> That's- yeah, I mean, it don't, it don't make sense. See, I voted for Trump. I'm a black person. I'm a. I, I voted for him. I didn't vote for Obama. I'm not. The, I was a Democrat back in the days, but I see they ain't nothing but demons, and they ain't nothing but nobody. They ain't trying to help our American people. Wow! So, Great call, Jackie. Thanks thank you, for the Jackie. call. Thanks for the call, Lee Brothers. And your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six. Their so the Virginia Black Caucus, which shouldn't even exist, wants Northern to do something instead of just talk. Like we just, why don't we just call it the Virginia Racist Caucus? Exactly. That's what it is. You, everyone will know it's the Virginia Black Caucus because <laughs> if anyone calls it the Virginia White Caucus, it would be racist. There would be news cameras outside the building. So a massive year-end spending spree shows government waste. You will not believe this list. It is. It's mind-blowing. And should women soccer players be paid at all? Be paid equal to men? That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this wet Friday afternoon. It is raining out Is it again? Oh, the ground's soaking wet. Jeez. It's sick of rain. It really sucks. It'd be cool if it was snow. That would if be it's cool. going to rain in the wintertime, it might as well be I snow. agree with that, actually. That's better than being cold and wet. Of course, wintertime is almost over, and daylight savings time is coming in. I think it's next weekend. No, it's this weekend. Is it this weekend? Uh, it's this weekend. As I'm, in tomorrow? I'm, it is in tomorrow. Really? Yeah. It's, I'll really? Understand. Maybe it is next weekend. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer I'll to that. We'll look and see. No, it's tomorrow night. Good. All right, uh, 454-1366. Yeah, I lines, to tell you it was tomorrow night, but you wouldn't listen to me. Phone lines are open. I'll, I'll get your take on equal pay for equal work. Here we go again. The U.S. women's soccer team players are suing for equal pay with men. No, wait a minute. U.S. women's soccer, soccer team players. Yes. The so players is, are is suing. Is this like the 
the Olympic team it's or World is Cup it just uh, it's it's World the World Cup, Cup team? Mm-hmm. And the women actually play soccer. They do. They, they do. They've won the World Cup. They're actually pretty good. That, but the men players would just pound them into the ground, don't you think? So that's a good question. Manly men. Equal pay for equal Take work. Take you so on any time, ladies. The ladies are saying here Bring it. that the men get paid more than they do. I didn't know any of them got paid. I just thought they played because they liked playing. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. But they actually I get paid. I wonder if I do some back pay from my younger years, you know. The players are seeking it. equal pay and equal treatment. But it begs the question, doesn't equal it? Equal pay and equal treatment? They're treated differently? They are. They say they're treated differently by snipings and that kind of thing. Uh, stay in, I guess, not the same hotel. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But this was... Um, this was released today. The complaint was filed on International Women's Day. Oh, Did whatever. the women run down the field like, like that? Oh, like that? No, they actually don't kick the ball at me. <laughs> oh, today no, 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 no. That's not how it I mean, do they cry and stuff, or do they really? Have you get never down seen a women's soccer? Come on, that's actually pretty good. It's fine. I but thought the, women's soccer not going, not going to see it. It's women's soccer. You know, manly men's soccer is more like. What you're saying. Right, 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 right. And they run into each other and right. they clobber each other. And the women, do they do that? Yeah. I don't think so. They do, just not to the same level, which makes my point. There you go. They don't men, get paid to the same level. Men are getting paid more, mainly probably because... They're men. More people <laughs> are watching them. They're manly men. And because they play at a different level. If more there people are watching, level. they're probably generating more, more revenue. How you say revenue? So they have more. How you say revenue to pay the men with than they would when there aren't that many people watching the women. I'm sorry, ladies. Men just men aren't going to go watch you play soccer. I guess. I mean, I know a lot of men. So what's they're not the, going? The premise. The premise of this entire lawsuit is that there is some sort of discrimination inside the soccer uh, league to say that women don't deserve to be paid. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's simple math, I'm sure. Yeah. Forward. Women don't generate enough revenue, so they don't get paid as much as the manly men do. Forward Alex Morgan said this in a prepared statement, quote, each of us, is extremely proud to wear the United States jersey. And we also take seriously the responsibility that comes with that. What's that responsibility, I ask? Here it is. We believe that fighting for gender equity in sports is part of that responsibility. It is not. It's Your job is to play soccer. That's it's, all it it's, is. It's more like getting in more fistfights out on the field so you'll bring more people to the stand. Could <laughs> that be it? Not I your responsibility. I shouldn't have said that. However... She goes on to say, as players, we deserve to be paid equally for our work, regardless of our gender. I think you should be paid based upon your revenue that you bring in and your ability to play the game and nothing else. If you can't bring the revenue that men bring, you're not going to be paid the money that men do. If you can't play to the level of men, then you're not going to be uh, paid because you're not equal to men. You're not. Men play soccer at a different level than women do, and most people like to watch men play soccer at that different level. Women, you're not there. You are not equal pay for equal work. So you see, this is a lie that someone has got to debunk this. There is no such thing. I'll debunk it for you. As equal work. Do you understand that? There's no such thing as equal work. Nobody should be paid the same for the job. 
You should be paid on your ability and what you do at that right. job. There is no such thing as equal work for equal pay because there making, is no such thing as equal work. If you're making widgets and you can make 50 an hour, but Sally Joe over here could only make 20 an hour. Should Sally Joe get the same thing that you're getting paid for 50 an hour or she should get paid Good point. for 20? Be careful on what you wish for here. I guess there should be a government agency that swoops in to make sure that women soccer players are paid the same as men. And why should they be paid the same as men? Maybe they should fire Sally Joel and get somebody who can make 50 an hour and put right. her in her seat. In other words, maybe they should get soccer players that play like men. The soccer players here, these women are claiming institutionalized gender discrimination. What a pile of, of horse dung. Okay. Horse dung. There is nothing that th you're going to have unequal pay. If you want equal pay, then you're going to have a socialistic system run by communist dictators who swoop into every place of business, including the soccer league, and demand it. And is that what you want? I want you to think about something. If there is really equal pay. For equal play. If there's really equal pay, think about this, then there will be no incentive to work harder. Why would you want to work harder in your role than the person beside you? You're not going to get paid any more than the person beside you. So the person beside you in the same role could suck and gets the same amount of money as you? You think that's fair? But that's what the left is asking for. The left is saying equal pay for equal work. And they want a government mandate, a government cop with a badge to run around and say, what are you paying this person versus this person? That is a recipe for disaster in the United States of America. That's not what the United States of America was built on. The United States women's soccer team is being paid less because they're worth less. And here's the thing. Just well, be thankful scary. they let you play. <laughs> be thankful they provide the balls and such. I, I think it's great that there's women's soccer. I actually watch it. It's fine. Yeah, I've seen women playing. But One of them brought the ball. They it, all had different uniforms. If these women saying, don't like what they're being paid, quit. Go do something else. There you go. Exactly. Just yeah. go do something else. Like, so, I don't know, baseball. But to claim institutionalized gender discrimination is wimpish. I wonder it's if, a cop uh, out. You guys are wimps. You know, stop enough. Isn't there already. a lady that plays college football? And they shouldn't do that with men. Not no, at all. They shouldn't, but she does. She plays college football. She's on the team. Yes. So what if she gets drafted into the NFL as a publicity stunt? And you know That's what people be. are probably going, oh, he said it. It would be a publicity stunt. Completely. You know it would be. Women do not belong in football. They'd put her on the field one time, and she would get snapped in half. No. She would get I'm sure there's women that could handle busted it. Busted up. Oh, there are women that could handle it. There are women that I there. wouldn't want to pick a fight with. They still shouldn't be there. And I steer away from those folks because I don't want to pick a fight with them. But they should not be there. <laughs> they simply should not be there. You know it would be a publicity uh, stunt if they, if they drafted her into the NFL. But she'll probably raise Kane. We have a girl in the Boy Scouts now. So should women soccer players be paid the same as men soccer players? Your phone call is next, 454-1366, 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. I want to let it show. I want to let it 
All right, so the U.S. Soccer Federation is discriminating against women's soccer. And the women are suing the U.S. Soccer Federation, even though women's soccer is sucks so bad it's kind of like going to a kid's <laughs> soccer game and expecting them to play like adults. You know what I'm saying? You go to a kid's soccer game, the worst injury they'll sustain. I mean, it's like going to the races and not hoping for a wreck. You go to see them play hard. You know, the man's soccer, he could sustain a career-ending injury. And even though he probably didn't, they're going to say this could be a career-ending move for his right ring finger. You know, something stupid like that. But on the women's soccer, she's going to sustain a, a, a hard scratch to her right knee. <laughs> That's not true. They hard that. scratch to the right knee. I think and the difference. She did, there were some tears. There were some tears on the field today. Yeah, I think the difference. See, I could is, announce for you guys. You're, if you're listening to this, I could be your announcer. It's true. You could. There's tears all over the field today. The, the women U- are really crying. The U.S. Soccer Federation. I hate to break this to the soccer women. Is not discrimination discriminating along gender lines. The U.S. Soccer Federation is dealing with the revenue that is produced from a men's World Cup versus a female's World Cup. The female World Cup has not near the audience or the revenue generated from the men's World Cup. And so if you're the men just joining us, they actually do have a female's World Cup. I didn't know. <laughs> Maybe you didn't either. But if you're just joining us, that's true. They have one. They do. And see, you may not have known that, but why should a player of the Women's World Cup demand to be paid the same as the men in the World Cup that produces a tremendous amount more inter- uh, revenue? I, say, I mean, serious. Them, that's a serious question. Let them demand whatever they want to demand. Just don't give it to them. They don't deserve it. Well, why don't you just do this? If the women really think that they're equal in uh, uh, pay or should be paid the same as men, why don't they demand that the advertisers at the Women's World Cup pay the same that they do for the Men's World Cup and see how that works out for them? You may lose all your advertisers and have zero revenue, and then you can't get paid at all. Boy, wouldn't that suck. You know, it must suck to always look for the boogeyman. The left looks for the boogeyman. Apparently, the women's soccer team is looking for the gender discrimination boogeyman at the U.S. Soccer Federation. When I am telling you, the U.S. Soccer Federation has zero interest in being discriminatory against gender. That's exactly right. They're not going to discriminate against gender. They're there to make money. They're going to discriminate against who sucks and who doesn't. The point is, men's soccer is better than women's soccer. Amen. I I, I know you hate it. I know you hate it, but it's true. Sorry, ladies. It's Sorry. just a fact of life. You should be playing, I don't know, the the woman's daffodil planting team or something like that. You know, plant, well, go plant your flowers. I think they ought to be happy they're getting paid. Uh, you know, you don't have the Scott audience. Was saying they should be doing like a, a dishwashing thing. The ladies' dishwashing team. Never said that. <coughs> Never said, said that. Keep them don't put words by the sink, washing I, the dishes. I worded it differently. You keep can put them, food on no, the table. I said put it in the yep. dishwasher, not wash yep. it. Yep. Honey, bring me a drink. Honey, bring me some more meat. I think it's I think it's embarrassing. I yeah. do. I think this is embarrassing for the women's soccer team to complain about something they have no control over. Or to even suggest that the U.S. Soccer Federation is now some sort of discriminatory based upon their gender. You know, it's not always the boogeyman that the left makes it say. It must be because they're racist. It must be because they don't like women. This well, has got to stop. Know, if you, uh, I guess you'd, you'd be a 
a feminist if you thought they should get paid the same. Is that true? If you're a man and you think mm, they guess. should get paid the same, know. what would you be? I don't know. Not, Not a racist. You'd be a, a sex promoter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. That's a tough one. A supporter of women. That makes you a feminist. I so, See, here's the thing. I totally support women. I support the women's soccer team. I like the women's soccer team, but don't tell me. And you better support them or you're not getting any dinner. I'm, don't tell me <laughs> that by not supporting their equal pay that somehow you're gender discriminated. It's not what's happening here. And by the way, at all. At it's all. not what's happening in American businesses. It is not what's happening. American businesses have an interest in paying those who are making the money and performing at a high level. If you are a woman in the workplace performing at a high level, you will be benefited from that by your company. It is not because you're a woman you're getting paid less. It does not exist. It's a lie. And if it, and does, if it does, go somewhere exactly. else. You it, have the right in America to walk away. There, there is, uh, it's too easy and gutless for you to ask a government to fix a wrong. It is not the role of government to step in and fix a a so-called pay gap. The government can't do that. And if you want the government to do that, you're going to ask for a bigger problem that will cause much more havoc than your so-called fake pay gap. Women's soccer should be happy they're there and getting paid. Quit complaining. Is there a, a women's baseball league? Thank, no. No. Thankful that there's not. Uh, There's no women's football league. All they have to do is form the football league, and now they're going to expect them to get paid the same exact million dollars every time they catch the ball or something crazy like the NFL. I don't know. Good point. Your phone calls next 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. What does. that's music to dance by. What does the Virginia legislation Black Caucus do? They do Black Caucus things. What's a what's a black bill that comes out of the Virginia Black Caucus? Here's what they're asking. They took to Twitter and they're voicing displeasure over Ralph Northam's latest reconciliation efforts, asking for the governor to deliver on substance as he aims to remain in office. What, what are would, they asking the governor to do? What what can you, if somebody came to me and said, show me some substance you could do, <laughs> what would you do? Puke on the ground? I mean, what would you what do? do? What you would do? your substance be? What does the Virginia Black Caucus, what would you like the governor to do? What bill would you want him to submit to the Black Caucus to make you happy? Come on, uh, Delegate Bagby, Democrat from Henrico. What do you want? You're the chairman of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus. What do you guys do with the Black Caucus? What kind of policy it only affects people of a certain skin color? And what do you want Ralph Northam to do to make you happy? See, Ralph Northam hasn't done anything in the past 30 years that suggests that he's a racist. He really hasn't. I don't, I don't know Not anything. A thing. I don't consider Ralph Northam a racist, but apparently you might or do, or you're upset about the blackface picture. So give me the policy, you leftist Democrats sitting at the Virginia Black Caucus, that you want Ralph Northam to institute. Wouldn't you like to know just what the Black Caucus does? What's when a they, Black Caucus? When they caucus? get together, what do they put together? Laws specific to, to African Americans? Do they, the, what, what do they do? Do you have to be black to be part of the Black Caucus? I would think you would, or you'd be 
a white caucus of one. How strange is it that we have a black caucus that nobody goes up to them and go, isn't it a little strange that only people who are black can be in your group? Does that divide us or unite us? And if you're a black caucus, does that mean you're racist or not racist? Yeah. Because I would take that as a racist organization. Are you saying you're better than any other caucus because you're black? I don't understand the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus. I just don't get it. Maybe we ought to have Delegate Bagby on with us. That would be a great idea. I'm just curious. All right, coming up, the most outrageous waste of your dollars in the federal level you've ever heard it happened in the last month of the budget, and it's going to blow your mind. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Patrick Henry, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left. Yes. Far left it is Richard Sometimes Lee. Far left. You know, right I get a I get a kick out of uh, Mayor Stoney. You know, he goes before the city council and everybody and says, "Look, as the Richmond mayor, Lavar Stoney, I care about our children. I'm going to make tough decisions that are right for the community. So I'm going to raise your taxes, ladies and gentlemen. That is the most." gutless and easy choice to raise taxes. And I hate politicians who come to the microphone and say, this is the hardest thing I've ever done to raise taxes. I would have thought those traffic circles was the hardest thing he's ever (laughs) done because they're all over the city now. And some of them are tiny and they've got to be causing accidents. A little bitty traffic circle when he could have just stopped stoplight there. I don't know. Stoney is... It's gutless, man. It's the easy thing to do to raise taxes. It just really is. You want a difficult thing? Look at the budget and, and, cut, and, it. and cut it and make it work for schools. It's p- simple. If schools are your priority, does your budget reflect that? It's not, it's not difficult to ask people to pay more for property taxes. That's easy. I mean, don't pretend like you're doing some tough thing by raising taxes. That's the gutless, easy thing to do. But that's yeah, fix the budget. Stop the, the right. wasteful spending. Um, do everything you want to do. Accomplish all of your goals without raising taxes. If anything, lower the taxes. Right. So create more. Your people can grow. Can grow. They can grow their families. They have more money to live their lives. They live more comfortably. They live happier lives. What you could do is give the Lee brothers a large pizza and a black sharpie. And give us the budget. We'll fix it for you. Large pizza with steak, ground beef, and mushrooms. Lots of cheese. Lots of cheese, light sauce. That does sound good. And a cold that's adult a, that, beverage that, of my that, choice. That pizza rocks. Speaking of wasteful spending, you, you, you will not believe this. If you haven't heard this, it's just, it's criminal. 66 agencies spent $97 billion last September. You know why? It was the final month of the fiscal year. 
See, and, all those all those government agencies have to spend everything left in their budget at the end of their fiscal year, or they won't get an increase next year. Can you believe this? That's a fact. That's that is a fact. That's how government runs from the smallest little town to the federal government. They all work the same way. They spend what's left in their budget so they can get an increase next year and have more money to spend instead of cutting back. L- listen to this. They spend it. $97 billion spent in September amounts to a 16% increase from the previous year. In the seven days of the final fiscal year of the agency, Agencies wrapped up their spending to a total of $53 billion. That's more than they spent in the entire month of August. This is criminal. These people ought to be prosecuted. The Trump ought to find out about this and say, what in the name of good and decent Americans are you doing? They spent $53 billion. That's more than they spent in the entire month of August? In the last seven days? The they fiscal? have to. They have to, or they won't get an increase. And and they all operate this way. I don't care what anybody tells you. This is this is real data. That's how they all operate. They have to spend what's left, or they won't get an increase. That contracts with Coors Beer, millions on iPhones, furniture, CrossFit equipment. They spent four point six million on lobster tail and crab. 673000 on golf carts, $1.7 million on pianos, tubas, and trombones. Wow. $9.8 million on workout and recreation equipment. The government spent $293,000 on ribeye, top sirloin, and flank steak. And we didn't get, uh, we didn't get any of that. This, we didn't get a single piece. This is so criminal. I cannot even believe that our government allows for this. This is baseline budgeting. That means it's an increase automatic next year for every agency. It's got to stop. The federal government spent $2.3 million on games, toys, among other things. $490 million on furniture, $62 million on household furnishings. What? For who? Household furnishings? They probably found a way to buy it. They probably found a way, but who knows, maybe a, a nursing home or something that, that's furnished. You know, but who knows what? They found a way to spend that money, didn't they? Bureaucrats spent $1.1 million on standing desks, as well as $2.7 million on ergonomic chairs, $643,000 on sofas, $40,000 on clocks. On a clock! So we who know what time clocks? it is. We have to know what time it is so we don't Miss the spending deadline next year. <laughs> Who buys clocks? That's, that's insane. When is the last time anyone bought a clock? A clock? That's insane. But we spent 40000 on clocks? Get this. This is one of the most outrageous, too. The gover- government's PR budget. PR. PR. Public relations. Not peanuts and raisins. Public relations budget. You mean our federal government has a public relations budget? Of course, it's a way to flush money down a toilet so they get more (laughs) next year. That agency. They get up to the last day and they have a pile of money sitting there. And if they don't make it go away, they will not get an increase in their entire budget next year. So they have to flush it down a toilet somewhere. In this case, the PR toilet. We don't have a debt problem, do we? No. Not so, at all. So the PR budget, get this, 
The Agency for Public Relations spent $462 million on the final month of the fiscal year alone. That's a hell of a flush. But nevertheless, that's what that is. <laughs> you got, you're kidding me. You've Bye-bye. got to be kidding me. Money's got to go, so we get mo. The agency spent $402 million on food. It spent $2.3 million on snow crab. Snow it spent crab. I, I can see that. I can not spend that much on snow crab myself. $76,000 at Coors Brewing Company. Boy, they had a good month, didn't they? Coors? I'm not a hey, why were you guys up so big? And the federal Coors. government, September's a pretty good month for most of these companies because the federal government has to spend this money. This is a criminal. Don't you ever listen to another politician tell you we have to raise taxes. There's $97 billion that was spent in the final month of a budget that didn't billion. need to be spent. Billion. $97 billion that did not need to be spent. It was wasted. Flushed. The 66 agency heads ought to be fired today. Yeah, they really should be. They really should be. This is un-American. And I bet you that I, I bet there's a few good ones in there that would say something like, why don't we why don't we try to come in under budget? Why don't we try to like, for instance, what our governor, Bob McDonald, did. We brought this up to him on the air one you day. Yep. The next year, he put a program in place for his agency heads that if they could come in under budget, they would get a per- small percentage of what they came in under budget to bonus out to their employees, which saves the state of Virginia piles of money. That's right. And every agency came in that following year under budget. They all made bonus and it saved the state a pile of money. But since that time, it, it, no governor has used that program since the days of Bob McDonald. Nobody. Trump. Well, I guess it's because we've had Democratic governors since then. <laughs> That's true. Trump should do something about this. More than half of the spending can't listen to this. More than half of the spending of these agencies came in the final week of the budget. Over half of the spending came in during the final week before the budget ran out. This is criminal. And don't you ever... But you know what? It's actually very legal under our current system of government. And yet the liberals just run to the nearest microphone and say, we don't have enough tax revenue. We just don't. We have debt. And yet this is what happens. $97 billion flushed in the last week of September. That's disgusting. A little children, I worked at a store. We sold carpet. And uh, every year, they'd come in and we'd replace the carpet in a state building every year. We'd tear all that beautiful carpet out and put brand new <laughs> Isn't carpet. That I'm something. not kidding. That's unbelievable. That, that was an eye-opener for a teenager like myself. Right. Like, what is wrong with this picture? That's insane. So coming up, we'll explain to you why this is happening. No kidding. We have the reason why people are duped with this because they're ignorant of government. We have the clips to prove it. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. The bottom line is we're not broke. <laughs> There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. The role of government is to protect God-given rights that we have and to ensure that we live as free as possible. 
role of government is to tax people to the least extent possible while still taxing them enough to, to, to cover basic needs for government. And if we're questioning what those needs are, we can just look at our Constitution. They're generally pretty clear there. In, so fact, in fact, they're enumerated. Article 1, Section 8, those powers are enumerated. We have a problem in our country with just understanding what the Constitution is, what it means, what the role of government is. And it's an a- old piece of paper that needs to be put through a shredder. AOC, this new Alexandria Oscar Cortez from New York, is a rock star for the left. CNN had a bunch of uh, normal people, they said, on their panel and asked them this question. Listen to their reaction. One more question for you guys. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, your thoughts. She's a badass. Man. Oh, my God. Yay. I love that. Wow. What a woman. Amazing. Again. What a woman. Uh, They can't. they're, They're so excited they can't stand it. These are just simple Democrats who think this woman is great. Listen to them continue. I mean, she's asking the right questions. She, I don't feel like she's playing games. I'm so excited about her. She is smart. She is intelligent. What? She's the exact opposite she's of those two end things. Life on this planet in twelve years. She's, she's smart already said she's going to end life like, on this planet. The world is going to end in twelve years if we don't address climate change. Here, the only here. way she could know that is if she was going to have something to do with it. And they continue. And I cannot wait to see what else she does. Well, I know and she's you know, got too. the Democratic Party nervous, and I mean, oh, in yeah. a way, they should be nervous sure. because oh you know gosh. she does represent the the new the new guard, the new generation. I think she really kind of personifies you know where we expected things to go. She is the wow. candidate of the future. She's wow. got this down pat, and she has also <laughs> nailed it in, as a woman in a male-dominated field. This is how we women in the male-dominated fields, we have to work like this all the time. She is the candidate of the future. Work she, like what? Get ready for her, because she's coming. All she's doing is running her mouth, saying a bunch of crazy, crazy things. Her mother moved out of the state of New York. To avoid high taxes. To avoid <laughs> the high taxes coming her way because of her daughter. It, this is, uh, we ought to be very nervous that the Democrat Party actually finds her appealing. Yeah, we really should be very scared. That that just proves there are some people in that party that are as crazy as she is. Well, here's, here's a view of those people in the party. Washington, D.C., standing outside of Lincoln's Monument in Washington, D.C., the Prager University uh, ran into some people there and asked them questions and it it really it now, tells these are you adults, right? these are adults. These are adults. These are adults. People should, who vote. They okay? should know things that should, are that are voting. And then you wonder why we have the radical spending we have in D.C. Then you know why Alexandria Cortez is so popular. Here's why. Let's do it. Who is the first president? That's a good question. I don't know. How can that be a good? I, 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 I'm so blown away by the first question? one. I can't even begin a to tell good you. good question. A great question. That's a great question. That's a good question. That's a very hard question. How do you not know? By the way, How could anyone standing, not know that? They are standing in Washington, D.C. Here's a $1 and, bill. Let's move on. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Let's do it. Who is the first president? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Who is the first president? Um, Judge W. Bush first. No. <laughs> judge, judge, judge George w. w. Bush. He said judge. Okay, Judge W. Judge Bush. Judge W. Bush. Are I you didn't kidding? even know there was a Judge W. Bush. I've never heard of the gentleman. How could someone be that stupid to think Bush was the first president? 
Cousin. Um, I would say Obama and... No, their favorite president, this one. Lincoln. Right. Who's your favorite president? Obama, of course. <laughs> when was the Declaration of Independence signed? Um, Declaration of Independence, 1773. 76. Yeah. When was the Declaration of Independence signed? It was 19-something. Plus. 1904. I don't even know what to do with that. That is the most... 1900 you think the declaration of it was signed are, in night i would i would be so tempted to just laugh in the face of these people I, and this is legitimate real people standing in washington dc on a tour apparently of something who do not they don't know when the declaration was signed they don't know who the first president of the united states is people who are getting their citizenship know all of this you know what, what would be wrong with taking a very small simple test before you vote. Because if you're a moron, we don't want you putting people in office. They vote for there goes Alexandria the Cortez. They vote for Democrats. Oh, one. 1776. That was not close. <laughs> no, it was not close. But that's okay. Who is the 16th president? I don't know. First, I don't know the 16th. I don't know. Is, uh, right here. Okay. They're standing at the Lincoln Memorial. Trust me, this is this is unbelievable. Abraham Lincoln. There you go. Who's the 16th president? That I could not tell you. What party was Lincoln a part of? Um, the Democratic Party. No. Lincoln? Republican Party. Uh, Democratic? No. Uh, Lincoln? No. The Democrats? Republican, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Could it be that you're blind yourself Every with the wrong party? Every single question is wrong. That's it's because you're stupid. That's okay. That's okay. You did great. Yeah, Thank did you real so great. Much. I guess if we asked her who was on American Idol last week, she would know that. This is the most. Who was un- on American Idol? I don't have I'm any freaking it. clue, but I can tell you who the oh, first president of the United States the was. I can tell you the first president is. I can tell you when the Declaration was signed, and these people vote. This is why our country is in, in a crisis as far as. Our leaders, go. and that's why we are saying at the beginning of the show that our education system is a disaster. We can't survive as free people with free governments with this kind of ignorance running around. Be very, very scared. Four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. I have absolute documented proof with footnotes that Millard Feigenbaum was the first president of the United States. And that's a wrap. Let's see, what kind of rap would be good to have? Maybe a historical rap. <laughs> Maybe we could ball up a copy of the uh, okay. Constitution. That'd be great. Declaration And make everybody read it. Make everybody phenomenal. read it instead of eat it. 820theanswer.com. Read it. Read it. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee That's Brothers. Slogan. Takes you to our page there. We archive our shows for your listening pleasure in case you missed this. And and uh, and then you can check out the videos there. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Remember, don't eat it. Read it. <laughs> we'll see you next Friday right here on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7. Have a blessed weekend and be safe out there. The power of the speaker is awesome. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.